On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Two weeks in a row, we are in the studio together. Hey, everybody. I'm Jenny, along with my husband, Heath Oaks. And last week, we had such a fun guest, Sandra Irwin, who we, you know, we talked about she, you know, the story of her and her husband and coming up through the insurance industry in a really unique way. Um, So if you haven't heard that episode, I you got to go back and listen to that one first. So just, I want to preface that because this one will make a lot more sense when you hear that. It's such a great business story for anybody who's sort of thinking about dabbling or if you're already, you know, well invested in your business, you're already an entrepreneur and already going. I think it's an episode that will kind of keep you on the path, eye on the prize. And I love how she said it was like, just put it all out on the table. And that's been replaying in my mind ever since then. So uh, good to see both of you. Glad to be back to be here. Okay. So I don't even know. I feel like I need to do a virtual drum roll. I need to do some confetti. I need to blow a horn. I don't have any of those things. So he, um, share the news because that wasn't just an interview with somebody that you sort of, uh, happened upon and thought, oh, this would be interesting. This is actually a much closer relationship between the two families. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give the high view and then then let you, we, we can di- dive yeah, into all, to all both pieces of, you. <laughs> of it. But um, so as you all recently know that I, I left after 13 years of, of with Colonial Life and running it all to, um, what I actually did was um, uh, left to join with Sandy um, as uh, the CEO of National Family Care Life Insurance Company for and a minority owner. And with the um, laid out contract of buying it from Sandy over the next several years. Hopefully um, I can get it, you know, do so well that it's even faster than that, right, Sandy? But uh, um, we are in business together now and and she is entrusting me with the thing that her and her husband poured everything into um, to build. She is trusting, which is not a light thing to do, um, to carry the torch of NFC from here on to the next 40 years, right? Right. Um, and that's a big deal. And um, Jenny and I have, um, you know, similar to a Bob story mm-hmm. um, in the fact that great thing going. Um, I was, I, I love Colonial Life. I have zero, uh, Colonial Life uh, treated me with, um, the difference between Bob's story and mine is, is Colonial Life has never done anything negative to me. They've been phenomenal. They've trusted me. They, they, they lift me up. They praise me. They did everything you can possibly do um, to make somebody feel appreciated and stay there forever. Um, you know, and when I told the CEO that, that I was leaving what I was doing, um, 
he was like, I'm, I, I assume there's nothing I can do. I said, well, unless you make me CEO and give me, you know, <laughs> give me your job, part of the company, <laughs> let me buy the rest of the colonial. I didn't know there's nothing you can do. Um, and, and, and I think it, they took it easier because knowing that this is such a rare deal, I'm not going to a big, massive, like Aflac or anything, just typical job. This is, um, a legacy. This is a long-term play. This is something bigger than, than just that. And, and they were very gracious on the way out too, I want to say, um, but now Jenny and I have uh, went from our comfortable piece of where we're, we're putting everything on the line um, mm-hmm. for this to work um, for us as well so that um, um, Cindy doesn't uh, regret that decision of bring me into the fold with her and, and, and taking this on. So um, uh-huh. that was one of the biggest parts of, of having Cindy in too is that not only that story, but then now the new story um, with this coming together. Yeah, well, and just... And just um to continue the family legacy of the company yep. was something that was so exciting to Heath. And I, I loved that, that that was, you know, something that you wanted to continue. It was so important to, you know, I think to both families yes. and, and it's interesting. I was, it was even just dawning on me as we were about to have this conversation, what a, what a unique relationship this is that we're able to just have this conversation between the three of us. And then in front of all of you, <laughs> you know, in front of the, in front of the audience, I think it just shows how what an honest process it's been and there are certain things that he did that i was like babe that is real weird are you really gonna tell you know (laughs) you're really gonna tell her this but i want to kind of rewind for everybody and explain how long of a process this has been because it can just seem from the outset like oh you know for example oh wow sandy and bob they just kind of like hit it big with that insurance company, want to win. They just started it. Wow, it just blew up. They're so successful. And oh, wow, now Heath somehow just kind of partners with them and, you know, buying a little piece of it. How, how great and how easy. So let's break it down, Heath Oaks. Um, when did you first decide that you wanted to go after this company specifically and why? It was it was kind of a long time ago. Yeah, it's funny that um, the company is actually right down the road from our old house. Drove by for since 2013, since I moved in there. So uh, four years driving by, never. I saw that it, I, I, all I ever caught was the marketing associates. And so I just assumed it was always an insurance agency and never paid another attention. 2017 uh, was kind of the first, uh, I, I remember it so clearly that it was the first realization that uh, corporate ladder, the, the, VP and the head of set on all of that wasn't what I wanted. Um, and it was kind of a sad thing because I love colonial life still, but I just, and it wasn't anything to do with them as much as that whole process, that whole deal, what I loved the most and what I didn't love. I realized that and, and things were changing and it was just like, ah, I don't know if this is it. And I was literally sitting at the red light in front of the building after a call that really just deflated me and got me to a point of like, uh, and I looked up and saw it said life insurance company. So the difference in our world is that if you're an agency, you cannot say company, you know, like you can start a paint right. body company mm-hmm. or, a, mm-hmm. or be a paint body agency if you wanted to, that doesn't matter. Right. In our world, those terms are massively different that you cannot interchange. Um, and so I was like, surely that's not a company. Um, I go back and start Googling. Sure enough, it was. And sure enough, it did all the same products that I did, really. It was all the same. I mean, it was literally insane. And I was like, how have I never didn't know about this or, or whatnot? And, um, and so I, you know, 
in the insurance world, everything's public domain. You can go, it's just like a publicly traded company. You can go TDI and look up all the financials on it. I mean, you can find out everything. Um, I went and did that. I had a friend of mine um, that did business mergers. I said, call, I found a name, Sandra Irwin. Call and ask if they'll sell. Don't give them my name because if they say no, I want to be able to ask again, and I don't want them to know. <laughs> These are the things where I'm like, are you really just going to tell everybody yeah. you do that? I did. I did. <laughs> and and uh, he called, and she told him no. Um, and so I said, okay. And I wanted to find out more info. So I walked in one day, um, acted like I was just an insurance agent on the street, and I was looking to come to work for him. This is another part uh, why you admit this. <laughs> and the president of the company, Shelly, her son is was the sales trainer there and, and kind of recruiting guy. And so he set me down and I'm sitting down and he's recruiting me. And I'm like, you know, at this time, I mean, I'm running three states and doing 50 million years of sales. And I'm in there acting like an agent. Now, he got really kind of weird pretty quick because I was asking really not like typical agent off the street questions. I was really trying to figure out more of the fun. He was doing his job it. well. Yeah. By and, being suspect of you. And it, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it ended um, where I guarantee you walking out that, that Matt, Matt's probably like, that dude was weird. He was full of something <laughs> or another. And I don't, you know, didn't like me because I was asking a lot of intrusive questions, right? Um, but I got what I wanted and needed. And it, to confirm the same, Sandra Irwin was the owner and, and whatnot and, and all those. Then I found her address. Um, and I did what not many younger people will do is, Got a note card, and I wrote in this note card almost as much of my life story as I could fit in. Now, um, she could read your handwriting. To anybody who doesn't know, my handwriting is not great. <laughs> um, and I wrote my life story, talk about my wife, my daughter, everything, and I said, I want to buy your insurance company. Basically, in this note, I, I, I think I said, I want to buy the insurance company yeah. note. I don't think I hinted. Okay, we got to pause here really quick. <coughs> I'm dying to know, what did you think when you got the letter? I thought, this is weird. <laughs> I mailed it to her house. It was. I mailed it to her house, not the office. Yeah, I got it and I opened it and I read it. And so I went in the office and I asked Matt, I said, Matt, do you remember a young man coming by here by the name of Heath folks? Oh, yeah, he was a weirdo. He was asking all of these weird <laughs> questions. And I said, well, I think you probably kind of misread him. So I read it again and I responded to him. Yeah, she called me to sit down. She did. Yeah. And so, so she said she would meet with you. Yep. you. I remember when you found out like, wow, she's going to meet with me. It was like two weeks after I mailed it and, and she called and I was so pumped. And, um, Sandy and I, was that, um, did we meet at Fernando's? Was that the first time? I think we had lunch at Fernando's. Yes. <clears throat> right. It's yes. always yeah. a good omen when you start at Fernando's. Yep. And um, that's my business yep. tip for the day. Always meet at Fernando's. <laughs> they may say no, but you'll have a good meal. Yeah. Um, and it start that started the. Um, I'd given her. I gave her a book. I gave mm -hmm. her one of my books, and um, we just talked, got to know each other, and uh, it was one of the first times that she told me no, she wouldn't sell it, and um, but she was trying. She asked me if I would, you know, try to hire me, and. It's like the first start of the uh, me coming on there and, and her telling me no. Um, uh -huh. And then we went down and it was, I feel like it was, it was six, seven, eight months later that maybe something else came up that really engaged us talking because then I, I, I made a full off like proposal together of what I'd pay and all this. And then 
um, we scheduled a dinner with Jenny, myself, yeah. and you to where it was like right. really like I'd, I'd put stuff together uh, of, of offers and saying how we could do it. And really, this was the dinner where she was meet you and that well, I was hoping we were getting the yes. Yeah. And we were going to move with it. But this was years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't this is 2017. Yeah, yeah this is 2017. Three or four years ago. Yeah, 2017, and, 2018. Um, well, I just remember I really enjoyed the dinner. I enjoyed hanging out with Sandy. I thought, oh, this was, you know, this was really fun. And um, and I knew Heath wanted this so badly. It was a much slower burn for me to want to be involved in it because I just loved Heath's job. You know, his, his current job was just great for our family and, and everything. And I he did so well at it. You know, I felt like, wow, he's so successful at it, but I knew he really wanted this. And, uh, you know, we had a great time. We all hung out. I felt like we really connected. And then she was just like, this is great, but no. I mean, she, she said, she <laughs> gave a solid go. no. Like I, I'm not selling this company, not to you, not to anybody. This is just, it's not for sale. There was no sale sign. You came to me, <laughs> you know, you came to my house yeah. and said, do you want to sell? And so she was being, you know, I felt like, gosh, it's, was great of her to give us the time and we really did connect and I loved hearing about their family story and about Bob's story but at the end of the day a no was a no so we leave um dinner and I'm like oh babe I'm so sorry like I'm I'm so sorry he's like what what do you, what do you mean sorry about sorry about what I was like well <laughs> she I mean that was a that was a firm no that was a no and he was like oh no 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 I'm, I'm not I'm not worried that was that wasn't really. What did you say? So you not, said I not, said it was just not yet. I said she doesn't understand yet why she needs to, <laughs> and I've got to build more trust with her. She'll she'll come around. I was like not yet. Jenny was like, I never, Jenny's just like you're so delusional. Like <laughs> it wasn't a hint at no. It was a point blank no. Um, yeah, it wasn't like no, but let's revisit in six months. Yeah, it was it was no. Yeah, it was no. <laughs> what wasn't it no did yeah. i misinterpret it yeah no, it was a no you and i were on the same page heath was on another page so and then you all continued your you know relationship business relationship and yeah we just we would talk periodically and there were things that uh, she'd call me and i'd call her with stuff she had you know looking at some internet some uh, upgrade stuff and i had some people i introduced her to and you know just um you know i'd randomly would stop by there and talk to shelly and some of them times right. just you know nothing like more so than just getting to know each other randomly, right? Um, but I'm I'm curious though in, in the earlier on, like um, what your thoughts were on me and the the company. Did you did you in the back of your mind have a not yet or were you a, a no? No, I think at first I was a no, but I liked you and of course I would have loved to have hired you, but I couldn't afford you. And so I wanted to stay in touch with you because, like I've told you, Heath, you remind me so much of Bob Irwin. Yeah. Your attitude and not taking no's. Yeah. And your excitement and enthusiasm and your determination. So I was impressed with you right away because you reminded me of him so much. But I did mean no. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked you and wanted to stay in touch with you. Yeah. Uh, I went on now to... 2017, 2018-ish, right? And, and and again, just stayed close. We talked maybe once or twice a year randomly with stuff. Um, and I did connect up with somebody who helped him really get a lot of good things done that um, he did a great job as well. And um, we stayed in touch. I had the picture of NFC um, from Google Images. 
um, on my vision board every year since then. Yeah. Every, it's a picture of the business. I yeah. don't know if you know this. Yeah. Um, has been vision. up in our laundry room. For four years. For four years. So along with, you know, a couple other things, we do this every year around New Year's. We just right. sort of set goals and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the imagery is so important. Although I question the laundry room. We don't spend... We don't, that much. Laundry piles up a little bit. We don't spend that <laughs> much time in the laundry room. But, but it's something that we look at every single day, you know. And um, and it's it's so wild to think back on, like, I remember you texting me the picture of it, like, oh, this is actually, like, this isn't an agency, this is, a, this is a company, to then having it up on our wall, to then, you know, to then meeting you, and then to the no. <laughs> <laughs> and and no's were, I probably asked her once or twice a year, and she, mm -hmm. and she told me no every time. Until? <laughs> Until? About, what, May of last year? May, wait, May of 21? Yeah. About May Is of it? 21, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I had it on yeah. my vision board for or three or four years. 20. Like what year are we in? We're in twenty twenty two. Just barely in twenty two. Yeah. Okay, so it was May of twenty one that you yeah. said yes. Yeah. I okay. Think so. Yeah. So just about a year ago. Yeah. Just about a year ago, and then and so, so what was it, or what can, what can you share about that process? Well, I think that. Well, what made you finally say, okay, maybe I want to? <laughs> I think that probably COVID, and when COVID came along, you know, it changed the dynamics of the business and everything, sure. and. And then you kind of also, Jenny, think back, I'm not getting any younger. And I missed basically a year and a half at that time of not getting to do things that I wanted to do. And I had always said after Bob passed away, I wasn't going to work myself to death. And so I started sitting down and figuring like, you know, well, maybe we can do an incentive thing where if he sells so much, I'll sell him so much. Just trying to play with sure. the figures because I did not want to sell it to a big corporation and it'd be gutted. I wanted to sell it to someone who had his dreams for it. And I saw that he really meant it and he was trying to figure out every way he could to change my mind and to figure out how he could financially do it and everything else. And uh, my main concern, and he can verify this, was that the people would not lose their job that worked inside the insurance company and that my people in my agency NFC Marketing Associates could still continue to function without me having the burden of running the insurance company. And because I admired him so much because he reminded me so much of Bob, I probably started trusting him faster than I would have normal sure. person that walked in off the street. Sure. Because he had so many of Bob's characteristics that that I knew he was sincere and honest and he brought himself up through the ropes the hard way. He had nothing handed to him either. And we just clicked. Yeah. When I think about the divine alignment, that is both of you wanting the same thing. Yeah. Right? That mm -hmm. Bob Irwin had a dream. Right. That you had a dream. That's that right. Heath is aligned in it and not having to, uh, neither party is having to largely change what they want in order to right. make it work. Right. And I, I can't imagine that that happens often, right? I'm sure you had plenty of people that wanted to buy. Or I don't, I don't know if oh, people yes. is the right. Companies. People's not the right word. Companies the right yes. word. Well, I had different people come in and talk to me. And like the one he put up, I had a lot of phone calls from people asking if I was interested in selling. Yeah. But I knew what would happen. And so 
the reason I started thinking maybe and then yes was that I knew that he had the same dream and he wasn't going to come in and try to gut it and that he would be loyal to the people and be honest and straightforward and be able to build it. I know what he's done in yeah. his sales career. I know he's the real thing and I know he can do it again. Heath, now that you're in it, do you see why it was so important for her to keep those incredible people that are there? I knew that they were because I knew that Sandy was loyal, was a loyal person, right? And and those people, and then I really, you're right, like really sunk in when I got in there when the average 10 years, like 26 years, we're not talking about a bunch of turnover here, right? Uh, you're talking about average tenure of 26 year average, so it's insane. Um, but they're all phenomenal. I'm, there's there's nobody I would, I would even want to get rid of anyways, even if it wasn't in there. But, you know, she put it in there. Now, I have to say, though, the interesting thing about it, why she brings it up that's so tricky is that a lot of insurance companies wanted it because of the assets. You know, and getting an insurance charter is really hard. You can't just start one. You, it's a whole process. That's why it's so difficult. And a lot of companies would buy, wanted it. They would pay your money. But they, everything would be gone. The employees would be fired. They'd bring all the assets in-house. And basically, NFC would cease to exist. Yep. So everything they built would be gone. Um, to be honest, she had to find a very unique setup for somebody that had enough experience. They could potentially do it. But also young enough that had a, enough energy left to do what was going <laughs> to need to be done for the next that's year. True. Right? Yes. I mean, that's a very... And then very somebody with enough point. money that could get their hands on enough, but not too much that they were satisfied, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's yeah. a very middle-of-the-road thing. Yeah. Um, and I took off, uh, and I would, I'll never forget what Jenny was asking. She's like, Heath, you're throwing out all these numbers, and, and she finally said, yes, but we ain't got that money. What? I go, I'll figure it out. Yeah. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, that's great. She said, yes, but we in this point, we didn't all of a sudden, you know, just millions acquire mills, millions and millions and millions of dollars, and... Yeah, it's, it was just, it's a complicated, it's a complicated deal to do. And I, Heath, can you explain, because this was a question I honestly had, not that I didn't also align with the same values of, of, of the company, but I also was just like, well, shoot, if you want to do this so badly, she keeps saying, no, just start your own. Can you explain why that, why, why it is so much more advantageous to do what you did? Number one is I knew what I didn't know. And so I'd always been on the front side of the sales side of insurance, right? And, and I knew enough about products and all those things, but I, I knew that I didn't know all of the intricates of the back end of the insurance company side. When I looked at it, there's phenomenal staff in place. There are tenure, there's knowledge. Uh, Shelly, who's the president who's staying on, which was a big thing, that does all of the state requirements. All, all of those things are in place. All I had to do, what it missed was the massive distribution to driving the sales in. And so I knew that by that place, the knowledge being on the back end, I could learn that slower and I didn't have to try to be the expert on all of that. Um, Also, let's think about this. If if you're going to go buy, you know, if you're going to go get your car fixed, if a body shop just started last week, but or putting out cars, you don't, it really doesn't matter. Your car's going to be in and out. If you're going to go buy an insurance policy, hoping that when you die in 40 years and over 80% of all businesses fell within the first five years. You don't want to go get a uh, buy a policy from an insurance company that started two months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's a big right. difference between saying I've been in business 40 years in an insurance company than anything if the Department of Insurance will even issue a new shell for you to start mm-hmm. another insurance company. It's not a given that you can yeah. do that. So there's so many more regulation and hoops to go through after that. 
Now, the really unique part about the deal, even more so that will just show the trust that, that Sandy has as well, is we came to our agreement. I took off and I started doing what I've never done is pitching for money. Um, you know, I don't like asking for anything. So um, now I, this one was easier because I truly believed that I was going to be I'd like to, I'm going to do you a favor. it was a benefit favor. to the people getting involved. If you got involved, to get in a piece yeah. of this, you were getting a favor of this because it can't go wrong. Um, it literally lined up with everything that I'd worked on at that point. Um, and then when I came back down and Sandy, that, that couple people make offers on it. She could have taken lump sums of money at that point. Um, and she looked at it and saw that I obviously was not going to have controlling interest equity in it because it was going to be a lot of these investor groups' monies. That she decided then to um, co-sign for us after our assets and everything up to co-sign on a deal to where um, I could buy a smaller chunk at first, pay it off from a bank, and then doing more of it so that we would end up having owning the entire insurance company versus handing over because um, of that, which which takes extreme faith on her because she could have taken the money, yeah. uh, a big chunk then. You know oh, what I know. I mean? right. But this yeah. is going to be a smaller chunk and smaller chunk. Um, and I'm curious as to what um, what led you to making that call? Because I felt like that you could bring the sales in that the company needed, that I was no longer young enough and vivacious enough to go out and get. I needed your energy, your sales knowledge and everything. And I could still retain 10% of the company forever for my children and grandchildren to still have a small piece of something Bob and I had given our lives to. And I felt like that you could do the job. Well, how's he doing so far? Oh, I feel fine. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, I, I think about it and um, the, the aspect that um, we're at when people talk about Oh, he's lucky that, you know, he found Sandy who ended up liking him and and and, and was willing to even, uh, I mean, we both had um, the deal, I feel like, when, when you put business deals together, I don't believe in the whole shrewd. I'm not, I don't believe this one person wins or not. And if you are ever taking advice from people that talk about you, negotiation, you get all for you and stuff, I think that's wrong. Um, I think with our deal, my counsel, you know, our counsel side and, 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 and Sandy's counsel side both all agreed that it was down the line. A good deal. Both sides were giving up a oh. little bit and both were doing whatever to where we both all win here. It was good for everybody. Good it's for win everyone. Win. And, um, and that's key that, that you can do that. That's possible, yes. right? You know, how many people today think it's all or nothing in, in, in those senses? And, and I look back and I want people to understand, too, when they see it and think, oh, how this just lined up all perfectly. Well, I, I'm a man of faith and I do believe God has a lot to do with, with this situation. But um, God gives us all free will and, and, and you've got to go make things. You can't just sit around and hope and wish. You've got to take action. You've got to do the weird things that other people aren't going to be willing to do to sure. go get there. Um, and, you know, when, when you take those leaps, uh, it's never dawned on me. That it was a risk at all. Now, from your standpoint, Jenny, um, it, you know, I have a feeling you had some reservations the way Sandy had back in the day when oh, they started. Gosh, yeah, I'll never forget one 
conversation that we had sort of in the conference room. And I just think it was kind of like the deal was done, but it wasn't done. Or, you know, we were just kind of finalizing everything. And I just related to her so much. And um, I feel like I learned a lot from, from you, even just in those conversations about, about sort of going through this process. And I also know it's, you know, me trying to control Heath it will not end well. You know, any person trying to control another person, but for me to say, oh, I want you to stay at this this previous job because it's stable for me, that makes no sense at all. The only thing I can do is support you in, you know, in this endeavor and it brings you so much joy and you just are so excited about it and that's, I just want you to be happy. So, you know, sure, if you had to go, you know, stop Sandy and, you know, figure this whole thing out, <laughs> then that makes you happy. Then I think that, I think that's amazing. And, and I, you know, I did have reservations again, because it, we've worked so hard for what we do have now. We've worked incredibly hard. We're not, we, it's not yeah. like we have nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, we, we put a lot into, you know, both of us into our careers and to sort of, you know, um, part of it is putting down roots in a place where, you know, I've always had such a fluid, you know, home base. And it's like, now, you know, we're, we're here. It was a big family decision, big life decision, but I think it's really exciting. And I, I just think it's, we couldn't have orchestrated it any more perfectly. And I know it's going to be a big, big road, you know, oh, we yeah. are just, it's just getting started, but I think that we've got, you know, the strength, we've been through lots of ups and downs before. And, and so here we go. Well, and I, and I think whenever, um, people can and look at it and they see that, oh, wow, you know, he did, she's going to sign on it for him to be able to get all this and that and, and all these things that it goes back to uh, a lot of people that won't manage their money when they don't have a lot think that when I have it, I'll manage it, right? That's not the case. No. If you don't manage your money when you don't have a lot, you're not going to manage your yeah. money when you have a lot. And when I talk about, um, I want to go back to reputation and stuff, because if you think that uh, if you thought that, oh, this deal just happened out of nowhere, I hope now you understand this is four to five years in the making. This was uh, multiple no's. This was lots of trust building. This was, uh, Cindy didn't just wake up and just say, oh, I believe this person. And uh, yeah, I met him once and I'm going to go do this. This is many years, yeah. many people walking right. across that, that come about. Um, and so maybe you're younger or maybe you're even older and whatever it may be, but you can't start the journey when it happens. I One of the things I respected, uh, besides a lot of things, besides my wife being a phenomenal mom, is um, a lot of the things I learned in the beginning when I would watch her reading The Bride and two, three months old, and I thought it was so stupid. I was like, this is silly. She's like three months old. <laughs> oh, my God, I read to her when I was pregnant. <laughs> I know, and, and it was silly to me. And then, like, talk, making me it, it, that young talk to her not like a baby but a person because it picks up, and I'm like, this is crazy. However, now our daughter throws out although and nocturnal and all these other words now and loves reading and all these things because started before it came up, right? Laying the groundwork. You lay sure. that groundwork way ahead sure, of time. Just so like work, yeah. If you're wanting those things in business to come in your way, you got to be nice to the gas station attendant, to the whatever person, because your reputation is what will matter, make that difference. If if people came across Sandy's way that talked about me screwing them and me doing bad things, this would have never happened. That would have been shut down. You know, if you weren't doing that 10, 12 years ago, and this is a small business, things will come around and you got to start you got to become who you want to be before you're there um, in order for it to line up when it matters, right? The ball's going to bounce your way. You got to be ready. You got to be prepared for it. Um, and you got to be persistent on it. I mean, look, 
my intention solely from it all, it was a very conviction on this is what I want for me and my family. And that because I wanted to continue Bob and Cindy, I, I, I love the Bob and Cindy story. Mm-hmm, the story. I, loved, I loved what they did with it. And I want to be the second family generation of that. I want, I want to hope that my daughter um, in 20 years is, wants to be the CEO of it, right? Like she, maybe it is, maybe she's not, whatever. Maybe, maybe I end up having to find um, another Heath you know, when I'm later in life, I don't know. You never know. But I have no intention of this building it up real quick to sell it off. I want this yeah. to be long term. And and luckily that Sandy saw the authenticity in that and, and what I wanted, because I wouldn't take the leap for a quick bang. You know, like this leap wasn't going to happen for the quick one. And um, But I think that there's a, also a right and wrong way to be persistent with people. Right. Yes. Um, obviously, definitely. I did it the right way or she wouldn't say yes now. But there's definitely a right and wrong way um, that people are annoying, you know, after people. So sure. um, I'm guessing you were just on the edge. I, was, I had to be on the edge. <laughs> I'm guessing you um, had to be on the edge. There's no other way, right? <laughs> like a tightrope. <laughs> um, but now here we are, right? We're all in, in this thing together. And, and um, you know, I told Sandy once, I was like, look, I, I plan on, I want a statue of you and Bob out front to where mm-hmm. anybody who comes in, talk about the story. Like, because that matters. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe the bootstrapping it in and the I have a lot more empathy um, and understanding for the taking the leap um, when her and Bob did than I did before because taking the leap was never a big deal to me because I did it so early on young and never thought about it. Um, but I'm not going to lie, the, the, that, was, that was very easy for me to scream and preach all those years. It's different when you are married and you have a lot more and you have all these things to take the leap at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that. I think I always poo-pooed that, that, oh, yeah, yeah, but. Right, like, oh, just take the leap, sure. But when, yeah, when you have a wife and a child and. You've gained more things. It's different. You've got a lot to, back then I had yeah. nothing to lose, right? And yeah. So when I look at you guys, when you did it, you had a lot more to lose too. And that's hard. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's much harder. Mm-hmm. When you're young, you don't know any better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Luckily, I've got a good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but now, when you worked at something like you have, Heath, and you've, and you've been successful at it, and you have a home and a family and all, it's a much more leaf mm-hmm. of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, completely. This has been, uh, I'm such an, I'm more of a just like emotional thinker about things like this. And I almost feel like this conversation was cathartic. I kept forgetting that we were doing it for everybody, hopefully, we, you know, for their educational benefit. And I really hope people got something out of it. And I just find it to be an, uh, an interesting story that I can't wait to, I can't wait to tell Brighton about it, you know, when she's older and what our family was going through during this time when she was itty bitty. And, you know, hopefully seeing her grow up around strong business people like both of you, you know, and being able to learn from you both. Thank you, Hannah. I'm glad yeah. you came again, saying Thank you. that we got this out and willing. You know, I appreciate your willingness to be open about all these things. Well, I just wish you all the luck in the world. <laughs> no, I, I bet you I do. Know, I know. I know. I really do. Yeah, I, I know. I'm being yeah. sincere. Yeah, and I and, and I do, and I hope. I, I'm telling you, we're going to look up. Uh, I hope that um, when I look at uh, 81 to, to 91, um, that that same uh, percentages of growth and and all those things are what we can look at from you know, 2022 to 2032 and, um, Brighton's already been up there and she's painted 
everybody portraits of themselves. Yeah. And I don't know that she's showing CEO potential, but she's definitely <laughs> showing potential to decorate the walls. That's yeah. for so, sure. So yeah. <laughs> she, po start. she posted up in the office next to mine, said it was hers off her office. Well, that was bold. <laughs> yeah. That was bold. Uh, I don't know where she gets that from. Um, and, uh, you know, and she, she's just running around with everybody and, and loving on them. So you know, that's what um, I hope to continue to foster as we grow and bring people in that they sure. know that that's the type of environment we're always going to create, you know, that bring them up there, run them around. It's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know all the kids Yeah, that work for all the people. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Oh, big deep breath. Okay, you guys, if you didn't hear the previous episode, you got to go back and hear the entire story of this insurance company. It really is remarkable. It's a special business story, uh, not just here in Dallas in the state of Texas, but I think nationwide when you look at, you know, the state of insurance companies right now, really, it's a it's a gem. It's a one of a kind business that exists today. It is, it's a really special story. I feel grateful that we got to be a part of telling it and now experiencing it. Thank you, Sandy. Where can they find you? Okay, secondshotpodcast.com. You can find Second Shot, obviously, on all podcast platforms. They also air, by the way, on CW33 in Dallas. So you can see those there as well. Guys, I hope more than anything you look at it and think that um, luck only happens when you do things to make it happen. And, and I believe in faith and I believe you can have hope and love, but you also got to take action. You got to make action. You got to have conviction on it and you sure. got to move forward with it. You cannot sit around and think it'll just fall into your lap. You've got to go make it happen. And I know you can. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye.